Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes out of your busy day to walk in nature at lunchtime. Get away from your desk, stretch your legs, release some of the stress and anxiety of the work day and pay attention to what's directly in front of you with me, Rachel Wheelie, a human in the world trying to figure out how to be thinking about abundance this series series 33 of the podcast this is episode three and what I want to talk about today is the idea of abundance where creativity is concerned is it fair to label somebody a genius and put all that pressure on them to keep coming up with creative ideas day after day or would it be more accurate to think about genius something which visits us rather than uh, that we ourselves are geniuses uh, you and I that is bodies <laughs> you know you and me geniuses um, <laughs> in the world Helen maker of things has sent us a voice note very interesting voice note on the topic and um, I look forward to uh, playing that for you straight after this introduction. It is absolutely grey and miz and raining today, so apologies for somewhat cold-sounding podcast host today, but you're very welcome along. If you haven't put your trundle app on yet as you set out on your daily walk, do it now. Press the big friendly yellow button marked to go trundling and record, record your walk and commit some kilometres to charity. Trundle is raising money for Young Minds UK this week and uh, will be for the next eight or nine days, I believe. So download the Trundle app, start it going and welcome along to this third episode of Series 33 of Walk the Pod. Hi, Rach. Um... I've just got home, having walked back from Crystal Palace. It is one of many days of strikes in London. <laughs> and so I had to take a slightly circuitous route home and decided to get off my bus and walk home and listen to your New Year's Eve episode, or New Year's Day episode, the Happy New Year episode of uh, Walk the Pod while I was walking. And um, your points about artistry and creativity reminded me of a really amazing TED talk by Elizabeth Gilbert, which I'm about to send you called Your Elusive Creative Genius, where she talks about creativity and and the way that we think about creativity in the modern world, certainly the modern Western world, and how problematic it is, um, as evidenced by the number of artists uh, who very sadly died, often at their own hand, but that we associate artistry and creativity with torment in some way or another um and how she has a problem with that uh but she goes back through um history to try and see if there's a better way of thinking about creativity than the one that we currently have and she finds and you would appreciate this the greeks and romans (laughs) they knew what they were doing but that they describe creativity as a as something external to humans who which is manifest for brief periods of time 
um, and that the Romans called these things, these external things, genius, probably genii in plural, and that someone wasn't a genius, but they had a genius, and that this being would be there to assist and help the artist, but that that could be transient and they might be there or they might be off doing something else and that therefore your ability to create art was not a reflection of you as a person, but of the presence or absence of your genius on any given day. And that, uh, and she has some beautiful stories about various people talking about that idea of a creative inspiration coming to you from somewhere else and what that means. And she, and she talks about, you know, how she needs to work hard and sit down and like really fight through writing every day and she finds that difficult and all of those things uh but that picasso i think said inspiration does exist but it has to find you working and a sort of as the human and the person who could hold that genius for any period of time you need to be the thing that it manifests itself through so you need to be working and able to work in order for it to find you and use you as a conduit um anyway i i thought it was a really beautiful idea and she she talks about it as a way of removing the stress and angst that comes from trying to do artistic work and the stress that you can feel around whether it's good enough and whether you're being consistent enough and why some days things feel very easy and other days it feels super hard and that actually that's not about you that's about the sort of manifestation of a of an external force of some kind um and how as a mental model that's much healthier than this belief that people could be a genius like uh, that that terminology and um, way of talking about people's ability is only appeared in the renaissance when uh, humans became the center of everything and kind of uh, god and um, sort of the idea of a supernatural or all of those sorts of things sort of went away and the human became the most important thing and that then some and then the language suddenly changes to be about someone being a genius as opposed to having a genius and uh, that that's very problematic in her argument. Anyway, it's a really wonderful talk. She's incredibly eloquent. She talks beautifully about these topics. It's lovely to listen to um, and a really interesting model and idea. So I will send it to you so you can have a little bit of a look and see if as and when you come to sort of creativity as a topic for the podcast, it's a useful one to reflect on, but I think you'll enjoy it. So anyway, thank you for accompanying me on my walk home and reminding me of that because I just listened to it on my way home so I could remind myself what she said. Um, and yeah, uh, hope you have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Helen, maker of things. Very, very interesting uh, take there on what what I I want to link it to abundance because I want to sort of think about the pressure we put on ourselves to come up with lots and lots of creative ideas sometimes and actually it's very difficult to come up with creative ideas and Elizabeth Gilbert's argument would be don't think of yourself as someone who is creative just think of yourself as someone who works jolly hard and who can be visited by inspiring thoughts and if those thoughts find you working 
then they have somewhere to land. And one of the things Elizabeth Gilbert said, which I thought was adorable, was um, a poet who said, you know, you have, you have to be working in order for the inspiration to strike you. Otherwise, the idea just goes and finds another poet who's working. Uh, and visits itself on them instead. And then your poem, you know, ends up being in the style of somebody else. So that's no good, is it? I really, really like that idea. Um, And there's another idea in the Elizabeth Gilbert TED Talk about uh, uh, Tom Waits driving and uh, an idea comes to him, a brilliant tune that he's got no way of recording and he simply looks up to the heavens and says, can't you see I'm driving? Please visit me with this genius later. So I highly recommend the Elizabeth Gilbert TED Talk to you. I'll put it on the Discord server so you can click on it and watch it to your heart's content. If you don't have access to the Discord server, you need to join the Walk of the Pod Lunchtime Walk Club. And that can be done by going to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie. Have a look at the tiers of support. Ignore the one that is extortionately expensive. I don't appear to be able to change it. (laughs) And uh, there's lots of affordable ones on there. And... um, do join the Lunchtime Walk Club to join the Discord server, uh, potties all over the world, and our lovely community of hard-working, hard-walking legends. Now look, I know I spend uh, quite a lot of time saying, you know, it's always the most beautiful day in the world when I come out on a lunchtime walk. It's so rarely grey and miz, but it would be no fun to listen to the podcast if I was smug and pleased with myself all the time. So I hope you're enjoying it just as much when you hear me coming onto the podcast to say, oh, it's absolutely disgusting today, bodies. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. I'm not going to lie to you. It is difficult to do a walk today. I actually slept incredibly badly last night, so just feel absolutely wretched and cold. And oh god, I was thinking of um, I was thinking of doing something though for the bodies, which is uh, a tracker, a little walk tracker for the month, so that you have a little circle for every day, and you draw in it a picture of your face when you set out on your walk. And then you have another circle and you draw in that circle a picture of how you felt when you got to the end of your walk. Because what I have discovered about walking on a daily basis is it does tend to to cheer me up. If I start out anxious or stressed or sad or angry, I pretty much always come home full of the joys of spring. Uh, More content with the world just through having moved my butt slightly. (laughs) <laughs> Heather Havrileski writes a brilliant um, column called Ask Polly she sent a really really great couple of columns this, this last couple of days to people who subscribe to her Substack, which I highly recommend and one of the things she's been saying she's always said you know you must do exercise it's so important to do exercise for feeling happy um, but what she said was like there's absolutely no joy whatsoever to be had in doing soulless like crunches and sit-ups and all this sort of thing don't even think about doing that find some movement that makes you happy i highly recommend a dance break if you've ever taken a dance break you just get up from your desk push your keyboard away from you put your favorite piece of music on maybe something by vince staples or 
or Vince Staples and Billie Eilish if you're feeling like treating yourself and uh, have a dance for a few minutes and then by the time you finish that you've done a bit of exercise you've stretched your legs you've got away from your desk you've stopped staring at your screen you've given yourself a bit more of perspective on the back of the room as opposed to a piece of glass five inches away from your face it's a it's a wonderful way to give yourself a screen break so i highly recommend that uh anyway what can i see directly in front of me well as i said it's gray and miz so uh i can see uh trees cars people's food recycling buckets no, there's little brown food recycling buckets. Don't know whether you have those where you are bodies, but we have them in London. Basically, you just make a kind of ridiculous compost heap slash bucket of soup and you keep it in your kitchen full of all your leftovers and stuff. And then once a week, you slop it out. It's absolutely joyous being alive, isn't it? Uh, and so there's loads of those around. People's empty recycling tubs. The sky is grey, it's pretty cold. It's actually, the temperature's dropped a lot today, I have to say. It's a lot colder than it was yesterday. Uh, just walking past some newspaper, soaked with rain on the ground. Can hear a van's engine chugging over there. It's going to be weird when the electric vehicles are all the rage, isn't it? There'll be no chugging engines anywhere. It'll be very quiet. Um, I can also hear some people sort of shifting scaffolding poles around in the background it's all going on it's quite urban here potty so urban landscape around but um moving is certainly helping uh i could really do with a nap is what i could do with but anyway um that's what i can see directly in front of me what can you see directly in front of you go to walkthepod.com why do you leave me a walking report we haven't had a walking report for a while Press the button mark message, leave me a 59 second walking report of your beautiful voice, telling me what you can see directly in front of you, what you're doing, where you're walking. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for walking with me, dear potties, today. It's been a delight to stretch my legs with you this lunchtime. I am uh, delighted to be partnering with Trundle, this series, a lovely walking app, much more positive than other apps, which all they do is tell you that your friends have just got a PB for their 10K or something. You know, Trundle is uh, much more much more accepting of people moving at slower speed, so I highly recommend it to you going to stop my trundle when I finish recording the pod. I'm going to go to Child 2 and Child 3's rock concert later this afternoon, which I'm very much looking forward to. That will be brilliant. Um, and uh, it's just it's so lovely to walk with you as ever. I really appreciate your company, as I don't have a dog. And this little podcast has been my commitment to walk since November 2020, and it's by far the most successful thing I've ever come up with in order to... Um, Uh, actually get out on a regular walk be consistent about it and build it as a habit and if you're trying to build it as a habit uh, I'm here to help that's that's entirely what I'm here to do is to help people 
to get out and do uh, regular daily exercise, particularly at lunchtime in the middle of the workday, when it also constitutes a break, something that we don't gift ourselves with very much in the modern workplace. So uh, just get in touch and let me know how you're getting on with that. Rach at rachelwheely.com if you need any inspiration, tips, advice, help, support, uh, or walkthepod.com if you want to leave me a voice note. Take care of your beautiful mind, yourselves, and each other, and I'll be back with episode four tomorrow. Thank you.